Hey friend, Mike McCurry here with Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I hope you've had a good week thus far. I hope you've remembered that it's the week leading up to Mother's Day. If you haven't, and this was your first reminder, then it may be time to place a special two-day shipping. You're almost too late for that. A special order for your mama. Don't delay. Get something today. Realize if you forget today, you just might not. There may be some occurrence that causes you not to tune in tomorrow. I'll probably try to remind you again tomorrow. If you put it off until Friday, Saturday, it's going to be Sunday morning. You're going to wake up and you're going to realize, oh, no. I don't have a Mother's Day card. I never got one in the mail. If you if you don't live near your mom, you need to get something in the mail today. Go get a card. Go get a stamp. Go get an envelope. Lick that envelope and, and close it up there after you've written a very nice, a heartfelt, not just love your mom, write a little bit extra in that card, okay? Do a little bit more this year than you did last year. Be kind to your mama. We're in the book of Ruth chapter number... Let's see here. Hmm. Let's look at Ruth chapter number four. We were just in Ruth chapter one previously to this today. We asked a special question yesterday. We're talking about Naomi. And you know what? Let's finish Naomi's arc of the story first. Remember Naomi, that woman that went with her family to Moab, had such a difficult time, lost her husband, lost her two sons. She comes back with this Moabitess damsel named Ruth and such a difficult time. Now she's back home, and God begins to bless Ruth. Previously, though, Naomi almost shakes her fist at God. She says, I went out full. I came home again empty. God is against me, she's almost saying here. Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. That word Mara means bitterness. She's literally asking people to call her a reminder of bitterness. But then we find that Boaz is kind to Ruth, exceedingly kind. Almost to a place where you wonder, what caused him to be like this? Everyone else isn't going out of the way. She's a Moabite. Why, why would Boaz be kind to her? But it all makes sense in just a little while. Before that, though, before we get to Boaz, before we answer the question about the impact of a mother, realize what happens in Naomi's life. In verse number 13 of chapter 4, Boaz and Ruth get married and So Boaz, verse number 13 says, took Ruth and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception. She bare a son. Ruth becomes a mother. And the women said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, hath borne him. And pick up with me. In verse number 16, Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became nurse unto it. And the women... Her neighbors gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi. Pause for just a moment. You realize this was not actually her son. This was her grandson, of course, her first grandson. There is a son born to Naomi, the women said. I want you to notice that Naomi did not look up with a sharp expression, with anger in her eyes, with that frustration boiling over. 
She didn't say, don't call me pleasant. That's what Naomi means. Don't call me beautiful. Call me bitterness. Call me Mara. See, the Moab moments have come and gone. She couldn't see Obed down the road when she was holding on to that anger. But to hold that baby, to hold Obed, she had to let go of that anger. She couldn't hold both at the same time. Can I tell you, moms, even if you've gone through hard times, even if your family has not turned out exactly the way you would hope, sometimes there comes opportunities, Obed opportunities, and you can't always see them in those Moab moments. Naomi realizes this. She doesn't say, call me Mara. She's okay with being called pleasant and beautiful. There's that old song, how sweet to hold a newborn baby. Oh my, she's holding that baby there. There's a son born to Naomi. They called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. She got to be great-great-grandma to King David. Think about that. Who came from the line of David? Oh, wait a second. Twenty-something generations later. Who did Naomi get to be mom to? But we're going to need to tie both of these things together because we've got to answer this question. Why was Boaz such a kind man? He, he, he went out of his way to be tender before... There was even a possibility before he even knew that marriage was on the table. He was kind to Ruth, almost out of his free will. She was the down and outer. She was not from around there. The cut of her clothes, the, the cast of her face, the accent she spoke with, it was all different. He recognized that, and yet he was still kind. I need you to turn over to the book of Matthew chapter 1. While you're doing that, let me tell you, I'm going to have a very special guest on the program tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it. Matthew chapter 1, you are, I'll put it this way. The response I had last time I had this guest on tells me that I think most of you are going to enjoy this. Um, how much do I want to let the cat out of the bag? Uh, how much do I want to let the little redhead out of the bag? Um, I'm going to have a little on the program with me my little girl she's gonna be joining me tomorrow okay don't tell anybody we're gonna have a good time with miss emmy jane mccurry all right let's jump back in here matthew chapter one look if you would at verse number four we're, we're answering the question who came from the seed of david you probably ha already have some idea right we realize that it was jesus you know that Think about that. Did Naomi see that coming down the way when she was standing there in the gate of Bethlehem yelling and screaming, don't call me, Naomi, call me Mara? No, she didn't see that, but then she held that baby. And I wonder if in that Obed opportunity she saw down through the generations and remembered the promise of God, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lamb that was slain for the sins of the world. What a thought. Naomi got to be a part of that. But let's answer the question in the next few moments. We've got to wrap up today because I do have a special guest on tomorrow. Why was Boaz so incredibly kind? Why was he so tender? Why was he so thoughtful? Look, if you would, at 
Matthew chapter 1, verse number 4, and Aram begot Aminadab. Let me say this for just a moment as well. Be very careful about skipping over these genealogies and things as if they're just a bunch of hard-to-pronounce names, because sometimes you get a gem, like I found not long ago. It's not original to me. Other men have preached this, and they've done a much better job than I, but man, oh man, this blew me away. I want you to buckle in, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. Verse number 4, and Aram begot Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Naas son, and Naas son begot Solomon or Salmon. And Salmon, Solomon begot Boaz. Hold on here. Verse 5, Matthew chapter 1. And Salmon begot Boaz. So Boaz is in the lineage of, of, of David, of course. He's in the lineage of Jesus Christ. That's amazing. But the Bible, here in Matthew chapter 1, very rarely gives the mother. It gives the father in all of these occasions. Of course, verse number two, Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judas and his brother, and Judah and his brother, and Judah begot Pharaoh, all the way down here to verse number five. And Solomon begot Boaz of, who was Boaz's mother? Rechab, or as the Old Testament pronounces it, Rahab. Hold, hold up a moment here. Wait a second. You're telling me Rahab? The harlot was Boaz's mother? That woman who, yes, we remember the story of grace that we mentioned earlier in the week. We remember the the story of redemption from a difficult circumstance. She was a woman of the night, a prostitute, a, 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 a woman of ill repute. And yet because of a scarlet cord, God decided to save her and her house from a place called Jericho. And now we find, just a scant generation later, she gives birth. She marries into Israelite royalty and gives birth to a young boy named Boaz. You say, all right, hold up a moment here. What's the point you're trying to make? Boaz, he, he probably had a natural inclination for being a good kid. You know, there are some kids that just seem to be nice and... Can I tell you, friend, what I believe made the difference in Boaz's life and the reason that he was so incredibly kind to Ruth, even when he didn't have to be, even though he was a mighty man of wealth, he owned those fields that Ruth was gleaning in back in Ruth chapter number two, those barley fields. Realize this. I believe with all my heart, with true sincerity, that Boaz learned how to treat women at the knee of his mother. A woman who was used, abused, objectified, cast aside until the God, Jehovah God, redeemed her. Think about that, friend. Think about the fact that she, the redemption that she experienced from the life of sin and prostitution, And think about how she taught her son, you don't treat women like that, Boaz. You're kind to them. I don't care where they come from. You realize Rahab was not an Israelite herself, but God allowed her to be grafted in. Just like us Gentiles, the majority of us get to be grafted in. Oh, my friend, Boaz learned how to treat women because of his mother. Moms, if you're listening right now, would you be very careful to train up your children in the way they should go. Oh, friend, you don't realize. Women, mothers, mamas, grandmas. Imagine that. 
Boaz sees her in the field for the first time and he thinks, this is what my mama talked to me about. I wonder what my mama thought felt like those wee hours of the night and morning after the last, oh, please forgive me, the last customer had left and she cried herself to sleep. Maybe I can be a help to this young lady the same way my daddy was to my mama. A story of grace. Mamas, you don't realize the impact that you have. Please, please raise up the next generation. We need them. Not just our country, but our world, a cause of Christ. Tomorrow, on the broadcast, I get to introduce you to one of my own. I hope you'll join me. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for His glory. And God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.